Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece. We talked recently about the new Hearthstone expansion, Knights of the Frozen Thrones, coming out soon. You can pre-order it right now. We've got a call-in about Knights of the Frozen Thrones. Let's let's listen to that right now. Hey, this is Rex Bear with Maven Podcast, and I came into Hearthstone as a board gamer. A few years back, I was looking for something that kind of mimicked the board games I was playing, but on iOS. I'm not a video game player, so I didn't know what to look for. just stumbled upon Hearthstone, and... My wife is sitting next to me, so I'm not going to tell you the amount that I've dropped on paying for card packs and paying for the uh, solo runs, but man, it's been substantial. So any opportunity to get some cards for free that are actually decent, not just duplicates, are that's great with me. Now, one thing I hope is that it takes me out of the day-to-day grind. I love it when they have the, the runs like that because it would do two or three days where I'm not just grinding away, getting new cards, playing a fun new expansion. So I hope that it still takes a decent amount of time to gain those cards. Rex, thanks so much for the call in. Uh, Yeah, as a Magic the Gathering player uh, and and a board game player, I definitely appreciate Hearthstone, as you said, from from that aspect of it. It really does scratch that itch and, uh, you know, you don't have to get your friends all together. You don't have to plan a whole night. You don't have to go to some event and be social with people. You can have that same kind of experience in a really, really well-made game of of Hearthstone. Um, You know, I too have put a bunch of money into Hearthstone, um, especially recently, right? I've been getting, you know, a bit more into it as far as like the last expansion goes and throwing some money down on some of those packs. And I agree with you. I hope that, you know, the single player content that they're putting out, it does does work to kind of break up that grind a little bit and that you can work through the, the floors and stuff. You know, I think that that really adds to the game and really adds to the longevity of it. I, I've really loved the adventures that they've done before. I really like how they've made you craft these special custom decks, really kind of wrap your head around what it's going to take to beat a single boss. So I hope some of that ingenuity and some of that challenge is there in their new single player content that's coming out for knights of the frozen throne uh because yeah you know like instead of just like okay i'm gonna grind out through some of these matches or you know i'm gonna try to figure out how to get the the best deck you know you you get to like try some different things you get to play against a computer that's doing weird random stuff that a normal player can't do and it kind of breaks up that that monotony so yeah I, i i totally agree What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece. I've got some news that I'm very excited about right now. Netflix has ordered 10 episodes of a show based on The Umbrella Academy. You might not know what The Umbrella Academy is. In fact, you probably don't know what The Umbrella Academy is. But The Umbrella Academy is a comic book. It's um, 12 issues, two six-issue miniseries that was written by Gerard Way. You might know Gerard Way's name because he is the lead singer, was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, the band. Uh, Gerard Way 
turns out, very big into comics and always had wanted to write comics. The Umbrella Academy was his first foray into writing comics, and it is incredibly good. Um, it's super weird. It's it's this crazy off the wall story about this kind of superhero team family that drifted apart and came back together. All the characters are really unique, very strange. The whole book has this kind of like very weird, dark, like twisted sense of humor to it that you you've never seen anywhere else. Like no one else has has written a book like this. Um, it is it is very much in the voice of Gerard Way. And a lot of times when I tell people that, like, hey, this comic's really awesome. It's written by the front man of My Chemical Romance. That kind of puts people off. Like you know, a lot of times. You'll have a you know celebrity what one wants to come in and like you know write a comic or something and it's not it's not that great. I, I tell you that I think that the best thing that Gerard Way does is write comics. I think that his music is is great, but his his comic writing is definitely the my favorite thing about him. And he's serious about his love of comics too. He has now started the Young Animal imprint at DC Comics. So. There's uh, like four books that he is uh, he's kind of curating. He's writing Doom Patrol that's part of the Young Animal imprint, and then he's kind of overseeing the remainder of the books. And they're all kind of the same way. They're like very weird, kind of off the beaten path, doing some weird things, very experimental. Um, but they they are all kind of in his very strange, awesome vision. Like like if if you could apply like punk rock to a comic book, Umbrella Academy is that. And it seems like the Young Animal line is shaping up to be that. Uh, the the very first trades from the Young Animal line are just now coming out. The Doom Patrol uh, first trade came out in June. So if you want to check those things out, I definitely recommend them. I think that Gerard Way is fantastic whenever it comes to writing comics and curating comics. He's got a really, really cool voice. So back to the the Netflix side of it. Uh, Netflix has ordered 10 episodes, as I said, of this show. Um, we are going to have the, the showrunner is going to be Steve Blackman. So not the nunchuck wielding professional wrestler, Steve Blackman, uh, but the, the guy who uh, is known for running the show Fargo on FX. So he will be the showrunner for uh, this Netflix Umbrella Academy show. And it'll be coming in 2018. Uh, we know the pilot episode will be written by Jeremy Slater. Uh, he created the Exorcist TV show that's airing on Fox. So, so there, there are some names uh, attached to this thing, which I think is pretty cool as well. Uh, but overall, I'm very excited. It's live action. It's not animated. So Netflix has been getting into the animated aspect of TV with like Castlevania and such. Uh, but this is actually going to be a live action superhero series. Uh, I- I'm ridiculously excited. I can't. I can't say that enough. Um, Umbrella Academy is definitely one of my favorite uh, comics of all time. Um, and a lot of people don't even know it exists. So it's really cool to see Netflix going out there and really digging deep, finding something truly unique, truly fun, and going to put that on the big screen for us. Um, as I said, the Umbrella Academy, really great, won an Eisner Award. Go check that out, just so you can be the cool kids on the block who know what the heck Umbrella Academy is before everybody else gets on board when it comes out on Netflix. You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> so... Uh, press the calling button in the Anchor app. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you think the uh, this Umbrella Academy show will, will shape up. What do you think we can see for it? Um, what do you expect? Because this is, like I said, Umbrella Academy is really weird. It can go a lot of places. And I'd love to hear some ideas for what they're going to do with this show.